Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You hit the spot. The place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Put your thinking caps on, because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. I put it right in your face. The spot, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, we have Karina Kissy. Did I say it right? Kissy? That's Kissy. 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 Friends, um, you know, what I'm going to really enjoy about this conversation more than anything is that I'm at that place. I am a woman on the other side of greatness. Uh, I'm retired, semi-retired, you know, because I'm still doing the podcast, but I'm living my best life. And Karina helps women live lives of fulfillment and find your identity again after retirement with a customized retirement plan. But she's going to expand that out to women over 45 because sometimes we lose ourselves in family, in career, in health issues, in weight issues, feeling that we're not good enough, the imposter syndrome. There's a lot of stuff that rattles around in our brain. And it's the neuro-linguistic programming. It's the way that we talk to ourselves. It's the way that we treat ourselves. We treat others better than we treat ourselves. And so I pump the brakes on that. I'm going to teach people how to treat me, and I'm going to treat me good as well. So we're going to take some great advice. And Karina, thank you so much, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello, Brains. <laughs> Look at that. She welcomes you, Brains. Uh, tell us how you show up in the world, and how did you find yourself in this space? Well, not long ago, I left my full-time six-figure job of long-term um, decades worth of work. And um, I just decided it was time to say yes to me. And when I left that job, I had a major identity crisis mm. because I was wrapped up in that job. I was at the manager level. I had people under me. I had people coming to me. I was the go-to person on my team and several other teams. They called me the guru, the SME, the one who knows. If you have a question, just go ask her. She has the answer. And I was really hard to give that up and take a chance. But the morale was getting pretty bad, and I felt locked in and like I was suffocating and I needed to get out and the environment was just taking a toll on it, on my mental and physical health. So I said, no more, I'm going to get out and I'm going to do something for me, something that I'm passionate about and that has the chance to help so many other people. So when you came and home that day, did you feel liberated? Like, you know, when you walk through the door, the first thing you do is unfasten your bra. <laughs> yeah, it was that. And then it's immediately, oh my gosh, what have I done? Right, right. Because now you're just hanging there, you know? But, oh, shoot. Now, now what? Now what do I do? But you know what? I, I, I don't know. I, um, I get what you're saying. Because you felt at that point you had a purpose. Yeah. So now you feel like somebody just snatched the rug from up under you. Where do exactly. I go and what do I do? So you've had this exactly. aha moment and this realization, 
how long did it take you to kind of settle into, you know, this new way of thinking? Um, a good six months, really. Okay. And it's not, it's not overnight. I mean, a little by little, you adapt and change and grow and see it in a different way. But your brain's never done telling, <laughs> telling you what you have done or haven't done. So you always have to constantly tackle it and, and, and tell yourself, you know what you're doing and you're on the right track. And when you don't know how to do that, that's where having a coach comes in handy. Exactly. So the word retirement is aging. It is. You know, because there are some people, very smart people, that leave the workforce at 45. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you have a choice there. So retirement doesn't necessarily make you 65 or trying to get your social security. And the problem with that, too, is they teach us how to die, Karina. They don't teach us how to continuously live and exist. This exactly. is the best time of my life. Because you know why? I've come up with that. I don't give a shit. Got an attitude sometimes. Is it really yeah. that important? How do I process this? Is this detrimental to my health? Is this worth arguing over? Is it about me? A lot of times when people get into these situations, they think that it's about them. And it's so much about the other person. How do we edit and filter? How do we figure out where we are on the scale? Um, well, just like you are saying, is it going to matter in five years, five minutes from now? And why am I so upset about this? Is it about me? Is it about them? Usually someone coming at you, it's always about them. They're, they're the ones dealing with something that they have not mastered their emotions yet. But we can take a quick inventory of how am I feeling? Where do I feel it in my body? And do I even want to provide enough energy to keep this going? Or is it not worth my time? Girl, talk about the energy. It is, I mean, it can be draining. It's like parents. I, I had a great guest yesterday. And we talked about the mother-daughter dynamic. And when they get to a certain age, you've given them the template. You have to, oh, yeah. let, the bird, you have to let the bird leave the nest. You plant the seed and you let them grow. And they have to learn how to absorb the nutrients and branch out and get to the sunlight and soak it all back in. But by the time you're 60 years old, you should have planted an orchard. And you should reap a, mount, a, 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 a bountiful harvest. And you, should I'm not sure. to, and you should and cultivate the soil, continue to work it. So I, I totally understand what you're saying about that. But people get stuck. What do you say to the woman that's stuck right now? Take your blinders off. Mm. Talk to someone who has been where you are or is where you want to go. and when you're in the thick of it, sometimes you can't see that you have options. You just think, this is the way it's going to be. This is what I do every day, day in, day out. I don't have a choice. You know, I have to support myself or I have to contribute to my family. And I'm only trained in one thing. So I, I'm, I'm too old to go back to school or I'm too old to try something new. All of that is BS. You can do anything you want. 
You just need to be able to see it and expand your horizons and take a chance on yourself. And have a partner like you, a coach. You yeah. know, a coach is, um, they're not your boss, Brains. They're your cheerleader. They're your, your supporter. Yeah. They're your inspiration. They're, you know, they're the train light, you know, the, the, the big headlight on the train that's coming your way because they've been there and they're going through it. But also for the coach, it's an experience too to travel the journey of someone else and help them navigate. I mean, the, the choices that Karina made are not the choices necessarily that April are going to make, but there's going to be a place where it's going to intersect. Our coach will help you see what your mind is telling you and help you reframe your thinking yeah. so that you expand your horizons. And a coach doesn't tell you what to do, how to live your life. A coach's job is to listen to you and really pull from all of your thoughts and desires and show you back a reflection of what it is you truly want and help you get there. And it also raises your self-esteem and your confidence. Again, sure. when you get over 60, things start drooping, they start sagging or sinking or expanding. Um, you don't bring your sexy back. I yeah, you can bring it. You can bring it back. You can be so vivacious. And you know, I mean, look at you. Your skin is just glowing. And that oh, smile geez. is worth a million dollars. You look happy. And that's what you want to be, brains. You don't want to be retired. Tired. You don't want that. You want to be happy. You want to travel. What are some of the things that you do in your newfound awareness? Oh, gosh. Um, I've gone back to dancing, April. When I was a girl, I took ballet and tap. And then I just kind of let that get away from me while I got into sports and other things. But in my grown-up life, I, I went back to dancing. I started with ballroom dancing and love it, love it. But um, then I switched and I've gone into swing dancing and lindy hop a little more activity a little more excitement and now moving into salsa oh shoot i can see you now in those pumps and little short skirt and your calves looking this big that is a lot right. but now you're meeting new people too you're having different conversations uh, and oh. that is very eye-opening you know, start to right. travel those places that you've always wanted to go and explore. If you go and you don't have the best experience, you've had an experience. You know, you're you not try. sitting there. Yeah, you're not sitting there looking like lunch meat, a big old piece of baloney. <laughs> exactly. I mean, dancing is a great way to meet people. There's tons of other ways, hobbies and things you can pick up that don't really cost anything. You just need to show up and be you. And you can be exposed to many wonderful new people. Exactly. And experiences. So what do uh, clients have to look forward to when they work with you, Karina? Um, I have a 12-week transformational process where I walk them through the steps of evaluating where they are starting out and where they'd like to go. And we look and see what do they want out of life and how are we gonna get them there? And each woman starts at a different place. So this is not a one size fits all item. 
This is customized and tailored to each woman that comes to me because the needs are different and the ages are different and the wants in the end are different. And so your journey is different from my journey and it's gonna be different from your neighbor's journey. But together, we will map it out. I have a roadmap, so a couple of little worksheets. If you're a, I like to write it down kind of person, um, or you can just use social media, text it back to me. We'll work. I have support through Facebook and Instagram I'm on Boxer as well. So people can be connected to me all the time. Well, Brains, you have to tether yourself down because you're going to be connected to a winner. Let's ask you some fun questions. Okay. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you choose to be and why? Mm, that's a good one. I'll take the microwave. Okay. Why? Well, because I get heated up quick, but I can get the job done. Oh, shoot. I said I would be the refrigerator because I just want to chill. <laughs> if you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? Um, I love roses. Roses? Yeah. I grow them myself, and you have the beautiful flower inside protected by the thorns on the outside. It's like wearing your armor so that you know how to protect yourself, but still be beautiful and shine through the thorns. That's a beautiful answer. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be? Oh, goodness. Um, I have a lead foot. I'd have to be some kind of sports car. Yeah. I, I love driving fast. Yeah. I've even... I've even done one of those um, race experiences where you can go down to the racetrack and ride the car. I went to Talladega, Alabama with wow. my family for my stepdad's birthday, and we rode at 188 miles an hour. Maybe I'll just be a race car. There we go. Well, how did that feel? Was that exhilarating? It was, and we came this close to the wall, April, two inches from the wall. You, you could not squeak a piece of paper in there. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. So having that much of adrenaline and having that much of a charge and being that close to danger, how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel in charge? Did it make you feel fearless? Did it make you feel sexy? What was that running through your mind? Gosh, I was so excited because it was so fast and so close to danger. But man, was I also scared. I'm like, he, the driver makes one wrong move and we are toast. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was so great. And that's I think the same I probably. Thing. And that's yeah. the same thing with this experience. Range, you're it so is. close. You're right there at the edge. There's a level of fear. There's anxiety, there's endorphins there. But after it's over with and you look back on it, you feel liberated, you feel free, you feel sexy, you feel like you can just overcome anything, don't you think? Yeah, and you know you would do it again, given the choice. I would do it all over again. I, I was just talking about this with my coach and we were saying how it's like people walk on solid ground all the time and they feel safe, 
They know the ground's not going to move out from under them. But when you make a choice like this and a change in your life that's this big, you're instantly on a tightrope. And now you have to learn how to balance and how to walk in a narrow, narrow space. And you know you're going to fall. But coaching is your safety net. It's going to let you live full out have all the emotions, feel it, fear it, enjoy it, love it. And then coaching will help you evaluate what you've just been through. And through practice, you'll get to the other side. And then once you're there, you get to say, now I can do it again because life isn't a one and done. You don't just quit after you've accomplished one thing. No. You're going to do it over and over and over. You do. And you have to be a risk taker. You got to feel yeah. the fear yet do it anyway. Exactly. That's, Take those that's chances. What, that's what this is about. Now, you know, some people like me, I want to, uh, I want to paraglide, but I don't necessarily need to jump out of the airplane. I need uh, somebody to be with me tandem. Uh, I don't want to yeah. go through this journey alone. So, so Karina, what impact did that have on you leaving your job and realizing how precious time is? Um, this journey really taught me that time and freedom are something we, we probably take for granted. We think we always have, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next year or whatever. And we're not promised tomorrow. And we don't know how much time we're going to have left. And I want to get out there and soak up as much life as I can while I'm still here to live it. I mean, every day on my phone, I get a bulletin from church that another member has passed away or you see another celebrity in the news that has gone and everyone said, oh, gone too soon. Well, why are we waiting? What are we waiting for? When is the right time? The right time is now. If you're thinking about it, you need to just go out there and do it. Live your life for today. Exactly, because tomorrow is not promised to you. All you have is the presence. I was talking to a family member, and we have a family member that has been sick for over 25 years. And when, you know, when she has to go somewhere, you have to take a mini triage. You got to take all the oxygen, you know, this medication, that medication, and you got to watch her. You can't enjoy what you're doing, but nor is she really enjoying being out because she knows how much this takes. So now she's refusing to go to the doctor. She doesn't go back to the hospital. And I told my relative, I said, you know what? It's about the quality of life, not the quantity. Exactly. And so again, like the rays of sun, go out. Don't just stay in the house like a hermit. Enjoy the sunshine. You know, enjoy right. the flowers as we talked about. And enjoy the, you know, music. Enjoy other people. Just sit somewhere and observe. Just watch what other people are doing because it, it yeah. is about living. Right. And a lot of people have bucket lists that they wait till they retire or wait for a specific time of life to fill off or check off the bucket list. But a bucket list doesn't have to be a grandiose adventure or a big trip somewhere. A bucket list can be today I'm going to go out to eat, enjoy a glass of wine, talk to one of my friends, read a book. 
I'm going to do something for me and then I'm going to tell other people about it so they can share the joy. Absolutely. I said to myself the other day, I'm going to get on the bus and on the trolley here in San Diego, California. I can't, if something happened to my car, I'd just be sitting here looking stupid. I want to be able, you know, I don't necessarily want to get an Uber, but I want to still be able to see what the rest of society is doing. So I'm going to get on a bus and then get on the trolley and go down to Mexico, turn around, come back and just enjoy the, you know, take a little sack lunch and absorb the people, the conversation, the sights, the sounds, because again, that is connecting me back to humanity. I don't want to be, you know, so isolated because, you know, there's a fear factor here in life. People are so afraid to send their kids to school, to go to the Walmart, to go to concerts, to be in big crowds. I don't want to kind of live my life like that. I, know. I want to enjoy it. You know, you go uh, and you just, again, like you say, you just put the blanket of love and, and the good Lord around you and you just step out because every day is a challenge. But live your best life. I totally agree with you on that. I totally agree. Same thing just happened to me last week. I was in Dallas for a conference for coaching. And instead of getting an Uber from the airport, I rode the city bus to the train and I took the train right downtown to the hotel. And I I met all kinds of people and just talked to them the whole way. It was great. We asked directions. How do you get there? You know, you get to see things that you wouldn't have seen before. So again, adventurous brains. Live like the locals. That's right. Talking about aloneness. Let's ask this. Are you married? No, ma'am. I'm not. So you're single and free to mingle. That's right. So let's talk to the woman that's 60 years old. You know, how do you attract a suitor? I mean, outside of that cute little skirt and them high heels at the at the dance studio. But how do we bring sexy back? How do we make ourselves feel attractive and worthy? Is it a new tube of lipstick? Is it losing 20 pounds? Is it changing your eyewear? What do you find that can help women bring their sexy back? It can be all of those things. Um, I just love taking the time to take care of me, my mental and physical health. So I I do a Bible study every morning and a motivational spirit lift. And then I work out and I, you know, put my clothes on, do do my work for the day. But I also, you know, I take the time to enjoy my glass of wine. I do love my lipstick and new clothes don't have to be expensive, but when they feel good on your skin, makes you feel like a million bucks. And and clean yourself up. You know, just because yeah. you're 60, I don't want to see you in yoga pants and Uggs every time you turn around. You know, go and get change your hair color. If you don't want to change your hair color, do like I do. Put on a wig. You could be anybody yeah. you want to be. For $35, $40, you can transform yourself. Uh, you should see a, me. Put on a little lipstick. You know, put mm-hmm. on a little, a, a nice soft fragrance and be willing to accept a compliment. It came so combative with the Me Too movement that men were like, I'm not going to say nothing to her. You know, uh, people are looking for companionship. That doesn't mean that you're going to go and, you know, be their, 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 bed buddy but someone that can have a nice conversation with 
if you've yeah. had trauma or you know you've had a bad relationship don't let that stop you either because again a conversation costs you nothing and you can hear if you're a good listener people are going to tell you about who they are and i love how you say that connection with god because god is your shining light going to direct you in the right path is going to shine a light on adversity so that you're able to see clearly but also going to comfort you in your times of uncertainty and all of that right. is so important and and again you know these are uncertain times people will say oh what well, i'm going to do in five years you don't know there's somebody that's going to die in the next five minutes so live yep. your life to the fullest capacity possible is what i encourage you to do so now you've got a woman that's at this place she's ready to take the leap what do you tell her about you that says hey come work with me i tell her i understand how you feel and it's not selfish to do things for you like wearing the lipstick or the nice clothes or getting your hair done it's taking care of you and so is coaching coaching takes care of your mind so that you can be the best you to go out there and serve the world and show up the way you want to on your terms and so, you know what you can working with a coach you can uncover so many things maybe you've always wanted to paint but never thought that you were a great painter maybe you've always wanted to dance maybe you wanted to sing play an instrument um you know take a vacation by yourself be by yourself be That's, by yourself be by yourself i love to be by myself some days i'll get here i said well let me go take myself to lunch <laughs> i enjoy my own company or i have a conversation with myself because i feel that i'm the smartest person in the room because i'm the only one in the room so it's fun when you again like i said when you pull back the layers of the onion and those tears start to come it's okay to cry it's okay. very okay it's, it's very cleansing it is cleansing you have to get it out if you hold that in and you cling so tight to your emotion and you never get it out you won't get to the root of who you are and why you function the way you do you might just be going on autopilot all day long. You don't even know what's happened to you, what experiences you haven't evaluated, let alone processed it. You just haven't even noticed everything that's happened. And if you don't have someone to bounce the ideas off of or just get things out of your brain, you can collect so many years of baggage and just drag them with you all the time. But through coaching, you can help clear the deck it's like cleaning out your closet you take everything out you try it all on what fits goes back in everything else you can get rid of and you have such a high level of experience because you dealt with so many different personalities men women you know different ages different ethnicities you were the go-to person you were the person that they trusted so brain say that into consideration is that again she has been tried and true and she's been tested you know but what happens is that you pour so much into others it becomes draining on yourself so you have to step back and you say okay now it's time for some self-care let me get a coach let me offboard some of these things let me deafen 
the noise in this echo chamber of I can't, I want, I need, I have to do, to do, to do, to do. Stop living the imposter syndrome, ladies. You don't have to be anybody more than who you are and you aren't good enough. You know, I had a girlfriend I was telling somebody the other day, she just sucks the oxygen right out the room. <laughs> and I told her, you know, when we're together, you got to speak love language. You have to love yourself. And again, identifying what you need, what your needs are, or if you can't identify it, work with a great coach like Karina that is going to help you uncover that. Maybe through journaling, maybe through hypnotherapy, like maybe just going for a walk, clearing your space, clearing out your closet, you know, uncovering what has been covered up all this time. Uh, you are a great inspiration. I really admire you. Again, like we were talking before, I'm going to go out here and cut this grass. <laughs> So I found something new to do. But again, it's a workout. It's continuously moving. It may not be my my exercise of choice, but it, you know, I'll look out there and I'll say, oh wow, I did that. Be I proud. accomplished that. Be proud of yourself. That's right. Exactly. You've taken care of your space. Absolutely. So tell my brains how to get in contact with you. They want to work with you. They want to follow you on social media. Um, you okay. know, or just, you know, befriend you. Okay, Brains, I'm on all the media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And it's just under my name, Karina Kazee. And you can DM me and reach out and we can set up a, a call and see if I'm your coach, if you're my person. This is a two-way interview. It's not just me deciding on you. It's you deciding on me. So let's just chat and see if we match. It's like a date. And like I said, you want someone that is going to be able to give you the time and attention that you need, that's going to be dedicated, that's going to be a good listener, that's going to be empathetic. Um, and yeah, sometimes it comes with a little bit of judgment. But that's all right. Judgment doesn't have to be negative. Judgment is a part of our boundaries, is a part of our value system, something to bounce off. Karina can learn from you just like you can learn from her. You know, again, like she okay. says, it, it's, it's, a, it's a duality there. And I think that she'd be a wonderful, a wonderful person to connect with. Thank you so much for being here on the edge. Brains, go in, like, love, share, and subscribe. Like, love, share, and subscribe. We want you to live your best life, be it at 20, 30, 60, maybe 85. How about that? Thanks so much, Karina. You're the best. Thanks, April. All right. Bye, Brains.